Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at RiderFlex. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. And as a reminder, please subscribe to the RiderFlex show for updates on new episodes. And by the way, if you haven't already, check out the book we recently launched, The RiderFlex Guide, Inspiring and Hiring, available for purchase on Amazon. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. For Annie Tacey, back on the RiderFlex podcast, one of my all-time favorite guests. Uh, you are a riot, girl. I love having I loved having you on before. <laughs> well, I loved it too. Yeah, it's a great connection. We have so much synergy and energy. Yes. It's always fun. My first question is, have you been in any more uh, uh, country music, uh, music video? Have you been in any more music videos? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um. Although I have not been in a video, we have got an album release party that's going to be at our dispensary, which is a ton of fun. And cool. one of our favorite uh, partnerships in Asheville, which is just an amazing city for music and food, is with Salvage Station. So I love live music. It's my thing. Obviously, we talked about being in Nashville and videos way back in the years so i'm still in that music scene i'm just not performing <laughs> oh man i love everything you got going on for the listeners franniespharmacy.com and that's pharmacy with an f franniespharmacy.com um franny before we get into it real quick is there um is there another website or another link that we should be pointing people to or that's the primary one that's the primary one, but Franny's Farm uh -huh. in Asheville, North Carolina, that's our lodging and event site, and that's where we plant cannabis and botanicals, and people can come and stay. So either one of those, Franny's Farm or Pharmacy. Okay, and is that, uh, do you have, is it two different entities? Do you have like a, uh, is it set up separately, or how, how are you doing that? Just curious. It is, it is. So Franny's is really a brand, and I actually have Franny's Fiber and Franny's Foods as well at Franny's Farm and Franny's Pharmacy. So yeah, I've been at this for a long time by my age, and so it's just a brand. And each division is its own entity, okay. own company. Okay. Some of them even have different partners and websites and the whole shebang different partners but franny is in charge franny's captain yeah franny's captaining all of it <laughs> um the farm itself now is it's it's like an event center slash like a uh weddings uh family reunions or get a weekend getaways what all do people book it for well we are definitely 420 friendly. So we're really, this has been a fun event. It's an event site. So instead of Bridezilla's, we call it a Bridechilla. Uh, and 420 friendly. Uh, so a lot of high-end food events. I mean, I started the farm 10 years ago, way before cannabis was on the scene. And I had been vegetarian for decades. And it was kind of my entry into the meat scene. I wanted to raise my own meat and see it all the way through. So we actually do goat yoga. Everybody's heard about that. Uh, well, for, we the listeners, they may not, for the listeners, they may not. Tell us, tell us what goat yoga is. 
Oh my goodness. It's so much fun. It's just ridiculous. Goats are so hysterical. And as the Dalai Lama said, the shortest path to happiness is laughter. And this is what goats do. So about five years ago with one of our sister farms and friends out of Oregon, we just started doing goat yoga with goats. And Vice TV came out. They stayed at the farm for a weekend. So you can look that up for Annie's Goat Yoga on Vice. And so, just so much fun. It's all about really everything is hard work. You know, we all notice there is the balance to everything. So the goats on the farm are really joyful. They were all out <laughs> the other day. People got in there to start feeding them and then they were all over the place, climbing on them, jumping on them. When they're bigger, they'll run through your legs. It's just funny, funny, funny. Do you have lodging? They I guess you have you got lodging on site there? Is that what it, you got different? We do. We've got five cabins, a barn house and a farmhouse. And then the event center, which is a small, it's rustic farm. We do a lot of production. It's still, we house a couple of utopian seed project, which is ah. this internationally recognized nonprofit that deals with natives growing native foods in the area. And they've been in Southern living. He run um, James Beard, uh, nominated for the ingredients that they were growing. I mean, it is, it's just so cool. It's now, so amazing. When you bought the farm with your husband. It was land. It was, it was land. raw land. There oh, was nothing what? there. No water, no power, no septic, not a single thing. Oh. It was a cattle pasture that was overgrown with brambles. I did not know that. So you, all the buildings are yours. You built everything there. Yeah. It's a hobby because I'm, built my whole life. I love to decorate and build construction. I GC'd our uh, corporate office dispensary in downtown Asheville. I'm not doing all the work, but I know how to, uh, this is what I do systems. My entire family are their engineers. Every one of them. I see. My grandfather. You, so I engineer things differently. Do you guys live on site out there? Do you live in like the master house or whatever? Or uh, I do. So my farm is connected, but I have three acres that's just private. Oh, it's I see. It's on the farm. It's connected. Okay. But we really request that nobody come there unless invited. <laughs> <laughs> that's only for the the VIP gets to cross through the through the through the gate. If you if you get invited over to Franny's personal house for dinner you know you're important yeah i want to eat dinner at my own house everyone else <laughs> but we've been doing more and more stuff with our hemp pasta it's just such a fun fun way to connect and over meals it's you know something oh. that brings all of us together that's how we sustain our life and so we have a meta that is on all the pasta that says, may we be safe, may we be happy, may you be healthy, and may you be free. Mm. And that is a walking that is con considered a meta, a meditation that was given to all of us people from a great, I think that was uh, Thich Nhat Han. I see. Okay. And so we put that on our pasta and all our packaging. All right, so, let's get it. Let's get into Franny's Pharmacy and the products real quick for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, so, so Franny's Pharmacy um, is available. You could buy online on your own website. You can buy at your franchise locations, and where else? At our corporate locations, we have three of those in Asheville, eleven franchises in five states. Wow. Um, 
Wow. The e-commerce online is a great way to buy. We offer some things online that you really don't get in the stores. And then we offer some things in stores that you don't get online. I like that. And then of course you can come see me in Asheville. <laughs> what about, are you selling to, uh, are you wholesaling to grocery stores like uh, Whole Foods or, or anything like that? Well, we do wholesale. Most of it is independently owned pharmacies. Two of our franchise owners happen to be pharmacists. And we have Asheville Compounding Pharmacy. There's a bunch of independent pharmacies that we do that and boutique stores. Um, not so much grocery stores. I have whole lots of reasons for that, but we are very boutique and high end and very involved in our marketing. So okay. like yes, you said, you, you're a marketing genius. Yeah, I want to control that, not put it in a store where we got nothing. It's all sitting on a shelf. There's nobody there to educate uh, the customer yeah. to sell the brand. So, you know, yeah. you, yeah, you're very, yeah, I, yeah, it's obvious. You're very particular about that and very organized and detailed about it in your approach. And the branding is super awesome. I mean, the branding overall is great. So, so kudos to you and your team for the marketing, but also just you, right? Like your, your personality, uh, your energy, Franny kind of drives the whole thing. And if I saw your product on a shelf at Walgreens, yeah, it might, it might water it down a little bit. It might water. It might, it might. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not quite as authentic. We want people to know that that label that we have right. is one of a kind because that's a real image of our farm. Yes. Nobody, yes. people are worried about trademarking. And when you're in a market that's so, um, so oversaturated and kind of overdone, people trying now. to get in. It is, it is yeah, now. Yeah. They're all competing on the same thing and the same message. Mm -hmm. And I don't roll like that. I'm like yeah. our label, it's a picture of our farm. And yeah. so it's amazing. Franny's pharmacy. We have had the DEA on that every single state. We've had more lawsuits thrown at us, threatened at us because of using that. And yet we cover every single state because I have a farm and my last name is Tacy. So pharmacy, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y is the farm and A-C-Y is Tacy. You put that together. That, we got a trademark. Uh, <laughs> love this stuff. You know, it's just over and over really strategic, strategic moves. And some of it you can forecast and some of it you can't. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about Amazon? Are you going to do anything with Amazon or are you staying away from that too? Yeah, we are. We've, we're staying away from a lot of that. We've got really good, really exciting ways. We're doing a big expansion. We're moving into Florida with franchises and New York. Okay. Um, we're expanding in our current states. There's some very high-end um, food and boutique sites that we work with that will wow. have our brands available. Okay. But not looking to do anything it's generic with a mass merchant. Is that, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because then what you start doing is shopping on price. It's all price and volume. And we, you, there's a lot of people that are set up for that huge manufacturing companies, yes. you know? Right. Yep. And I love that. Consult with that. Super kudos to you. Totally different quality, totally different. There's just no 
it, it's a different market. That's yeah. what I do. Coming from pharmaceuticals, being in marketing forever, mm. that's what I know is to be who I am. And yeah. I'd just rather be, you know. You're doing a great job. Got, of, yeah. Great job of protecting the brand image. Um, what uh, Tell the listeners, besides the fact that your marketing is awesome and you're keeping it special and unique and harder to find, which I think is cool. What about the product itself? Is it is it the is it the seed to shelf? Is that what makes it so special? Or what else about your CBD products are so much better than everything else I can buy? It seems like it's like you said, it's saturated. It seems like the shit's everywhere. What's what's what makes yours so special? Well, the intent that goes into it is really great. Our alchemist that's been working with us since the beginning is has his PhD in chemistry, came from a couple of decades in Silicon Valley, mm. super high vibe person. So is able to do things like D9, which is out. D9 hemp derived is legal everywhere. Same things as what we see in D9 in cannabis recreational medical facilities, except in order to extract it from hemp, you need your own chemist and so forth. So mm -hmm. he is able to do that. THCV, he created a product that was special for me. I like to be up and going. Do not take me out of my focus <laughs> unless I want to. THCV happens to be the most expensive cannabinoid on the market right now at mm -hmm. like 50 k a kilo mm. because they came out with the appetite suppressant um, oh. data on that oh, and see. it's a super focus so i didn't realize until after i've been ranting and raving i was like i love this and someone was like that's like weed all is what they called it it's really <laughs> super focused i'm like every time i need to sit on the computer for three to four hours I, that's what i'm going to take which product is this which one is this if this I'm is at rise website. up it's the Rise Up Gummy. It's our red category. Okay. Uh, so a couple okay. other things, you know, being a small business, what makes us different is the way we source our ingredients, how we source our ingredients. We used to grow all of our cannabis. I was just about to and, ask that. Yeah. And now this is the genius thing. I do not like being at the top of the totem pole. Okay. I like peers and people above me. So I brought in NC State Research. We were the first company to do a three-year trial on varieties. And so we put this all into research so that they could train and grow and have more growers. I farm, but that started as a hobby farm, all my personal interests, my own science experiment. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for a business. It was to live and grow my food. Uh, but I turn everything into a business. Um, so being the first female in 2017, we were also the first to put COAs with our products. We've been leading the way. I sat on the board of the FDA for two years saying CBD needs to be an ingredient. We need to regulate this, make sure it's coming out of GMP manufacturing facilities. So there's just reason upon reason of why conscientious consumers choose our brand. Okay. And this is why that's our target market. I it see. is people, you know, I was first person in the country to do a TED talk on hemp. And I it's the it. comprehensive part of hemp, not just for medicine, but for food and fiber, building materials, all the all the people that work, we all work. We need all of us. Mm -hmm. And 
that's why these are the consumers that spend more and over and over and over. And they look at the press, they find us. I've been in the press over 90 times. It's because of how I do things. Mm -hmm. And those are the people I like to connect with. These are the people that follow up. There are people that come to my farm and come all the way to Asheville because it's a really super cool place to be anyway. It's so yeah. much fun. Yes. But also to connect with a source that has really made a big difference in their lives. I, I mean, love that. I, I love that. That, yeah. that is so for somebody in Kansas that uses your product, they've seen you, they see your social media to be able to book a trip and like come meet you at the farm. Like that's pretty damn cool. Like that's pretty yeah, cool. That, it is. And it gives me, it gives me chills. And it's funny you said Kansas because we have a huge market in Kansas. That's great. We yes. absolutely do. And they love that. You know, one of my good friends is a huge into the university there. And I've spoken at, in the ag department, I have a huge ag department. That's good. Uh, so funny you mentioned Kansas. Um, are you ever, I want to talk about the franchise thing, thing for sure, but several questions here. Um, do you ever going to play with, uh, with THC at all? Are you going to do anything there in the future? You better believe it. Okay. You better believe it. We already, we already are just not, in our dispensary model yet. We've got sister farms in Oregon. Okay. Looking at making that transition. We have a dispensary in Westport, Connecticut. We've already filed for license there. We're in the All process right. for Florida, New okay. York. Okay. It's that's a rollout. It's just gonna be okay. okay. We gotta go with the flow on that, but we're absolutely involved in that. And a real another cross connection that we have is with psilocybin. It's already okay. legalized huh? in three states out yes. west. Yes, we've got our growers and farms that are involved. It's all part for those of us that really came from the farm and in this one area, a part of the future for plant medicine. Mm -hmm. One you of the reasons I said putting the farm in pharmacy, like we grow botanicals for a chakra tea lime that doesn't even have CBD or THC in it, but it's part of farm things that we grow that are part of health and wellness. Very and behind good. me, these are hemp wood doors. So I love it. it's not, you know, sometimes it's not single point of focus. It is about really being just like we're a whole person, you know, I like to use both my hands, my head, my leg, all of the body, you know, we're <laughs> all of plant medicine. And okay, so you're, and so you're going to, you're, you're going to go down the road of THC and psilocybin under the Franny pharmacies brand. It's, is it going to be branded differently or are you going to, okay. You're going to stick. It, it's under the pharmacy brand. Okay. Um, like I said, okay. we've got botanicals and we've got other things in our dispensaries already. Okay. That are. What? Know, um, tell medicine. me about how many SKUs, by the way, how many products on the website? We've got, I mean, maybe 300. Wow. Okay. Holy cow. Some that's of those lot. are different, you know, multiple sizes. So we've got some of our okay. gummies that can okay. small packs and larger packs. Are you, um, are you using like a co-packer or whatever for, 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 for packaging and manufacturing or how are you doing that? I can't remember. I know I probably asked you that last time. We do. We use uh, co-packers for some things like the packaging and so forth, but most all the products we are proprietary man out of our manufacturing. 
that's you, what makes you, do you it have different. A, you we have manufacture. You have a facility there in North Carolina? I see. Yep. And distribution center. So like for franchises as part of a franchise, they send an inquiry in and then you've got to go through the whole, you know, non-disclosure, looking yeah. at a franchise agreement, 169 pages. What does that look like? Yeah. But through that process, one of them is a, a discovery day. Uh-huh. And you actually come to Asheville. Many people stay on the farm. You go through distribution, manufacturing, our three different facilities cool. here. Cool. Cool. You eat out of our pasta and prana food truck that's at one of them. It's just like the immersion, total immersion. <laughs> I lo- uh, You got 11 franchise locations now? Are they, um, are they, uh, I'm assuming some people own more than one franchise location. Or is it right now? We've got some people that have muted as a, a multi one. They've signed up to do Mon. They just opened one. Like Greenville, North Carolina, just had their grand opening okay. around at Christmas and New Year's. Sometimes okay. it takes a little bit longer to get the doors okay. open than okay. you think. Um, and so that franchise owner will be looking into Wilmington for his next I store. I see. And it really seems like right now in the state of business and where everything is, most people coming in are looking for multi-units, yeah, not I just mean, a single store. Yes. I mean, at least, you know, from a, from, from all of my experience, you know, if you're going to be a franchise owner, if you really want to make money, you need to have, you need to have two or three, right? If you really want to. Now, now, if you want that's what I tell everybody by the time they get to me, I'm like, you want to hire one person to run one store or one person to run three stores? What's the store makeup like? What's the average square foot? What's the uh, like? Give me the it's it's really variable, but you know, most of them are about 1500 square feet and they okay. have sitting areas and little tea and coffee because we sell that look some seating areas in that and we're in three alpharetta augusta and athens in georgia they are just those stores are are just are these million dollar look million dollar locations two million dollar locations what can you give me these are million dollar stores and just hitting that mark this year especially with our new product lines so i was telling you about the rise up so we've got we released three categories with products in it, which are rise up, recharge, and chill out. So you okay. can think about okay. that and how it aligns with, you know, cannabis in sativa, indica, hybrid. So it really helps the consumer to know what they're buying without somebody directly. Because I told you, we don't like grocery stores. It's, it's like you're just looking at the shelf. It's all price shopping. Um, we like to educate people. And so how could if pictures worth a thousand words. How can we start educating people through pictures and stories and QR codes that's, that'll lead you somewhere? I guarantee you if my 78 year old mother drove by a Franny's pharmacy location where she lives in Oklahoma and she saw it without going in, she would assume it was a THC cannabis smoke shop, right? There's so many people that just aren't educated. Still, to this day, so many people are not educated on the difference between CBD and, and things like that. I, I, you know, especially in certain states where they're just way behind the curve and, and learning uh, how this this, this works. Um, are the franchise owners going to introduce THC products when it becomes legal in their states? 
Are they planning on doing that? Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, it it really and it's so interesting because I'm one of the few people that is in the industry that runs in both worlds. So yeah. mm. obviously in the CBD and hemp world, you know, I was like, I'm kind of famous there. You know, that's great. I love it. I love it. Um, but then also on the THC side, I was speaking at MJ Biz just a few months ago, one of the largest mm-hmm. in I talk and educate even that realm because I am a spokesperson for them with the FDA. I see. And trying to bridge the gap. And I explain to them, y'all, our dispensaries in the South, you think the South is just CBD? No, we have products that bridge and do a lot of this. It's really interesting. It's mm. very, very interesting it's, because we we've always been health and wellness. I came from almost yeah. 15 years in pharmaceuticals. Um, but now with D8, D9, they're finding more and more every, new cannabinoids all the time. So it's a discovery. Eventually, it, once we get through all this nonsense in the next decade, it'll all be the same. When do you There'll think... Be, when do you think the Fed's going to legalize it nationwide, THC? What, what, what do you think? Um, you know, I begged to get off the FDA, just like, <laughs> just to tell you, because we were like, when is this ever going to happen? Yeah. So there's some different things that have got out of line, and we understand that politics is politics. Yeah. Um, and I really think when economically it makes sense because cannabis has the ability to really revitalize this entire country's economics from the farm and in rural communities mm-hmm. all the way to big industry. Um, they've, they're still figuring out some all of this right. stuff. Yeah, I know. It's, I, it's, tough. A, pain, I mean, it's a pain in the ass. Is recreational, is recreational, uh, is that, passed in north carolina i can't remember it's not not rec not rec i mean i mean medicinal medical sorry yeah it's it's up it's up on the the docket and they are in a lot of states in the south and this is what's happening medical doesn't really want to go all the way medical and invest because as soon as recreational follows right behind it it cannibalizes the market yep Mm -hmm. and so it's so restricted and in these states that i'm you know involved with people on and our collaborators are in this. Mm-hmm. They are so regulated. Their facilities, they are so regulated. Oh, oh, yeah. It costs oh, yeah. them a lot more yes. to open, operate, function, and do business. Yes. And yet somebody's going to cannibalize the market. So unfortunately, there is, and that's mm-hmm. a great way to control the people, create yeah. fighting, internal fighting. <laughs> you know, and that's what I keep yeah. saying. Oh, we're all on the same team. But um, they're like, me, we don't want to spend all the money and then y'all get the credit. I love the fact that you have so many different revenue streams. I mean, you are selling direct to the consumer from your website. You are you have the franchise locations. Um, you have uh, the farm where with, with the events. I mean, you got you got so many things going on that diversify your wholesale yeah Yeah. a lot of things to spend money on too though (laughs) spending those plates the franchise (laughs) i I don't know if i've ever maybe this sound this is going to sound ignorant maybe because maybe there's a ton of them i don't think i've ever driven by and seen just a cbd 
store standalone? I don't think I've ever seen one. Is that are there a bunch of others across the country or, or are your franchise locations unique? Ours are very unique. Now there is a couple of large um CBD franchises. It's called your CBD store. Oh. And okay. Um I remember consulting, interacting seven years ago before it was even on this even was a glimpse that, that we knew we could do this. And it mm. there were business ideas. And coming from marketing, I was like, horrible name. Why would you pigeonhole yourself? I came from pharmaceuticals. <laughs> you know, I was like, THC is a cannabinoid. CBD is a cannabinoid. It's just those are the two biggest ones now. There, there's going to be more coming out. And that's like saying, you know, a coffee shop. But if you really had teas and smoothies and everything else and it was franny's coffee i mean like why would you do that i don't know that's just my opinion but no no you're right uh, well 50 percent of them are are closed now so they they opened 400 and then closed half so you know why because they're trying to sell they're trying to sell the same shit you can buy in in walgreens and it doesn't work it's got to be special and unique like what what, what you're doing that's the difference We have some other beautiful things that we, I mean, we like to carry and support other businesses. So like this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many we did an antique, antique vase that was turned into a bong. How many, um, are you, so you're doing a lot of accessories where you're bringing in third party vendors on accessories then for the stores. Yeah. In the stores, we Mm. do some, really fun stuff and it's really great because i love distribution and being an advocate for him there's some other products that we're not going to manufacture we can bring in that are like house goods and mm. other interesting interesting why things. the why the passion and interest for brick and mortar like why where, where how, how why did you go down that path um well there was you know, when we got started, I was really on the farming, manufacturing, product development, and marketing side. And I was involved at that time with my ex-husband, and he's very much was on the building and the retail uh-huh. and managing stores. And that nice. was now, I mean, like so long ago, retail was booming then. Mm-hmm. So in systems, I kept setting it up. And I think we ask these questions now because we experienced COVID and it's changed retail. It's completely Mm. changed the face of retail, Mm. but we were already in it and retail is reviving. And in this industry, we're not going to be, if we're moving into THC, you're not going to get THC online. People are going to have to go into a brick and mortar. Mm. So it makes sense with knowing the long-term plan. I got no problem. Same with farming. I know I'm going to plant something, and I may not get to harvest it for seven months in this business. You may not get to harvest it for five years. It's a oh. long-term plan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and- okay. I want to, I want to do a franchise. I want to buy my wife and I want to do a franchise in Fort Collins, Colorado. What, what, how much, how much is it going to cost me to get in? I mean, talk to me about, you know, like, is this a, is it a million dollars to get in? How much cash do you need? What's the average build out of the store? Talk to me. So in case somebody's interested. So if you want to go grand shebang, you're looking at 125 to 150 to all all on board to build out and open your door. Franchise agreement, build out, open your door. Including including initial, including initial inventory. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, I mean, we've been doing this in the South. There's some of them that are like the 150 to 175, but getting in business, our biggest thing is everybody to be profitable right now until we get 20 franchises. Um, the mm. franchise agreement is a very good price until we get, I see, you know, move into the THC. It's, it's long term. Okay. For us. 150 grand, 150 grand to open the doors yeah. and start and start taking people's money. Yes. That and guess is, what? We um, do. That's a great price. Every I'm, surpri I'm surprised you don't we have do everything. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have 10,000 applications. How many how many people pinging you every day to want to open a store? Well, and see that's what is very interesting. A lot. A lot. Now, we do again very very scrupulous yeah, no, I understand. There's a lot that you have to do to, to qualify. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to be in the right state as well, which ah. is very important because you don't want to be, although we have, this is why we have great wholesale accounts in Kansas. Don't really want to be a store there because of some of their legalities. Certainly mm. don't want to be in Idaho where I once lived. I but see. I mean, we get inquiries all the time. And there's certain, mm. you know, people were like, no, you can't really open in a town we had double marketing um a mm. huge criteria that you've got to meet it's got to be the right place right people okay. right income you know that's okay. that's what's most important is the success is it, so is we're not going to open stores that are just going to do like a twenty thousand dollars a month retail it just doesn't yep make sense for anybody i totally agree yeah if it's a million dollar location then then you then you're getting people's interest um What's the uh, royalties? Is it three percent, or what? What are you charging? Can you say? Yeah, it's six uh, percent, which is pretty standard. Six percent, okay, six percent plus a, plus another percentage for marketing, or it's six percent total. Well, so we're gonna. Uh, this is what I want to tell you about how you get into the details because right. that's the really important thing. Is when you go onto our website, there is okay. a thing that says franchise inquiry. Perfect. So it has a lot of the overviews of great, great. everything from franchising, because the most important thing is we train you. We have digital training, online training, live training, POS, your banking, your uh, wow. workman's comp, insurance, wow. every single thing, because these are challenges in our industry that people don't realize. One of the coolest things. So you go to the franniespharmacy.com, go to mm -hmm. franchise, submit an inquiry. Okay. It's really, really easy to do. That puts you right in touch with people that are going to reach out, talk to you, answer questions, send you through the process. And we got real people there. But the one thing that made national press, and they said, we don't know if Franny Tacy is a genius or crazy, is we give a percentage of online sales. So when you open a territory, like I'll use Athens, Georgia, for instance, a million dollar store, great. And you're doing digital marketing campaigns, which is very hard. Most people can't even do that, but we've been around a long time. And you drive people to your unique URL for your store online that shop. They actually get a commission for that love it, too. Love it, love it, love so it, love not it. just multiple income streams is very important in business for anybody to go beyond brick and mortar. Love it, you know, and to have the ecom. Yep. What's the long term? 
what's the long-term play for you, Franny? What, what's the, is this like you're building this for your family and you second, third generation? And or, or are you, you're going to, you're going to try to. Did not keep up with that. There are people that are bigger and better in the legalities with the money to take this. I am a brand builder, so I've got lots of Franny's brands. Really exciting announcement that um, is just coming out, which when we first started in business, I had to be vertically integrated. There was nobody to do anything else for me. We had to grow yeah, yeah, yeah. every single thing. Yeah, yeah. So now I've taken those seven entities to put them under one umbrella and one company of Franny's operations so that we can begin our pathway down a much bigger and better and more profitable way to reach more people and do better things. And, and eventually, as, and eventually exit, and eventually exit and retire. Yeah, and, it, and, and so, it. yeah, and so, or partner with people. There's some really interesting collaborations. I still have the farm. I have a food company, Franny's Foods, in our pasta and prana, which would be amazing to spend more time and energy. We love um, my partner Mike and I love to travel and cook all over the world and everywhere we go. Jeez, man, you, we've yeah. got this hemp and there's a lot um on our farm i'm actually doing an amazing revolutionary project on the farm and putting it into regenerative ag nonprofit. which um there's 20 in the world and 12 in the u.s so it is do you ever, part do you ever, do you ever wake up do you ever wake up and just say you know what i'm just going to chill today i'm not going to come up with any new ideas <laughs> Um, I haven't yet, but I might one day. I do wake up between four and four thirty every morning to do I, yoga and meditation. I believe it. I believe it. And then you go into your team meeting. And you're like, guys, I got five new ideas today. Make it, make it happen. Let's go. <laughs> well, this is why, like I said, systems that we have a project management system. Ah, so. Okay. Things get lost in words, but like I say, pictures are worth a thousand words. So <laughs> what what happened to the husband? And tell me about this new partner. What, what's going on? Give us the social update for Franny. Well, I mean, timing is everything. Um, it was a great, amazing chapter, raised an amazing child who's 26 on his own now. And, you know, it's been an amazing, amazing, like, awakening in a way a new journey into sovereignty into self and in this decade of my life i will not be having any more children that's not possible it's i have a lot a lot of fun and we really start to look at it just makes sense like what is the next chapter what's the next chapter well it's hard to find people that can keep up with me I believe it. You know, no, I've got I, I, somebody that's I, I ready to check out and go get a place on the beach and walk and play golf every day. And I'm like, that sounds like hell. I'm like, <laughs> don't make me do that. I got, goodness gracious, don't put me in front of a TV. I hadn't turned one on in 30 years. I wouldn't know what to do. So, you know, <laughs> slowing down is was not anything I was interested in. Uh, and so that is everybody, you, you know, to be true to ourselves is a real testament. And it's not 
easy when we are coming out of an era of like family and children and this lifestyle. I coach soccer. I took basketball. I did, you know, I was doing all that stuff for so long. And then when it wasn't there, it's like, what do I, what do I want? Mm -hmm. Certainly I'm like, well, my service to everybody else is over. Now I serve me. (laughs) And um, my sweet, my sweet love is, you know, also a bald-headed, bearded man who All right. is. All right, I like him already. What's his What's his name? Mike Patasic. And how he did you a, How did you meet Mike? Was he working on the farm? Was he one of your employees? Uh, no, <laughs> he is a yogi, and he so was a, he was your met. yoga instructor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much one of them. <laughs> and he's also a chef. He lived in Italy for years and um, is an amazing chef and vegetarian and doesn't watch TV. So we had lots in common and we're friends for a good long while. How about and that? All right. Is he, did, you let him, did you let him move into the farmhouse? Is he living on the farm? Is he, is he there? Well, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yes. Are you still vegetarian all these years? So you're still yeah. vegetarian? I'm not. Oh. Being on the farm changed a lot for me. I started raising my own meat. I okay. listen, I go in deep when I go in. I'm in published <laughs> in like three poultry international poultry books. Uh-huh. Because when I wanted to start eating meat, I wanted chicken because everybody loves chicken, right? Okay. Well, when I found out about industrial chicken, I'm like, I can't do that. I guess I'll have to raise my own. And gotcha. so learned how to do all of it. I see. So that so was my entry into eating meat. Not only did I raise it, I um, process it, I harvest and process it and put it on my own plate. I love that. And, are, you, are you doing that for cows and chickens, beef and chicken? Um, we don't do that for cows, but I live in a farming community. And so we raise we're going to do an amazing hog project, really excited. And cool. it's a community project. Several people have like a hog. Some of it, one of them are chefs, ah, people with restaurants, somebody yeah. that's going to do it. And we're going to raise all the hogs together. And at the end, it's, it's community. This is how we do it. When I used to raise sheep, it would be interesting around Easter time. Um, a lot of the, Kosher people would come in to harvest and do all this stuff on the land. We have done I like it. I'm all I like over it. YouTube. I taught for, I did these whole YouTube series of how to actually process chickens and everything too. But that was like <laughs> 10 years ago. By the way. So you can see wild Franny with my wild hair and my cutoffs <laughs> and like, you know, it's like, this is legit people. Um, but well, I went well, all the way. Uh, speaking of YouTube, like, have you ever thought about doing a reality TV show and having like a crew follow you around with all these things you're doing? Cause I, I see, I see a TV show here. I, I can see a series here. Well, I've been asked that before. And when it was early on, they actually pursued this and I had a film crew. There were some stuff that came out, but the deal breaker was, huh. and I was ripped then cause I was farming and stuff. They wanted me to do like you know, sex it up a lot I and see. like put I bikinis see. on and went to the hemp field and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm almost 50. I mean, like, I don't even think this doesn't really resonate. <laughs> I'm super inward. And I was like, you know, I, I, 
it just kind of threw me off. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready to sell out. It was very interesting, but I would love that. We cook, we live, we talk. I mean, between me and you, I mean, like we met and it was. Yeah, I could, I, it, I could yeah, see. Connection. Oh, people, people connect with you right away. I could see it. I could see it going over very, very well, especially if you have some characters that work on the farm and in the office that are unique characters as well. That uh -huh. would, that would, that would play well. <laughs> We have characters. <laughs> we have great characters. Yeah, uh, I love that. Is uh, is Mike? Um, he's he's into the he's a THC cannabis hemp guy. Was he always like that, or when you met him, was he like, what the hell do you do? Like, what's going on here? Just curious. No, I mean he's all he is all into that. He sells pasta. So that's his real thing. And he's a pasta man. He's a food man. He's oh. very much into cannabis and plant medicine. Okay. It's a very, you know, powerful tool in for him and health and wellness All from right. topicals to consuming it. But the fun thing is um, because he makes pasta and all this stuff that I did not actually know the story behind the pasta was he put hemp in pasta through the manufacturing and all the ways that they do it. The manufacturing is in South Carolina, just over the border, about an hour from here. Mm. Huge facility and presented to the, to me at Valentine's Day. <laughs> so it was like, love look that. what I did for you. It's 20 grams of protein in there. Because when he's, he said pasta, I was like, sorry, dude, but I do not want to get fat and constipated. Yep. Not my thing. Don't eat pasta. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Hmm, you got it. You have to eat pasta. So we put hemp in it and it is so good. It tastes good. It tastes better. Yeah, I never can I, like pasta. Is the pasta the pasta's on the website, right? Is it, or is it a different it is not on the website. It's in stores only right now, okay. but it is there's a couple of really really exciting things that are going to be happening with the pasta okay. and we'll really showcase that more at a luxury meets cannabis event in new york city mm. um in q2 uh we'll be doing some private dinners up in new york and launching that at luxury meets cannabis that is for so the online sales nice. so cool. who's, who's everybody wants it and i'm like Who's um who's helping bit. you who's helping you stay organized with your calendar, your travel? Do you have like a do you have like an executive uh, assistant that like helps manage you cuz you got a lot going on? I have an amazing amazing team. Amazing team. And we have all grown up a lot together in a lot of ways. Um and also have a lot of systems in place like I love our project management system, Slack. I mean, huge, just like any big company would run, like mm -hmm. Amazon, we use all the same systems they do. <laughs> all the same systems. I was so yeah. excited. My son's an engineer with John Deere. And he's like, oh, I was like, we're using this project management system. And he's like, that's what we use. Um, so, your son, so your son, doesn't, does, he doesn't want to work for you guys? Your son? No, mm -hmm. I Maybe one day if he had his own thing, but that's not <laughs> right now. You know, he is also a world-class um, Ironman. He has qualified for the past five years for 70.3 World Championship Ironman. Oh, wow. So he's kind of in his own thing between working and dancing and working out. Okay. Is he, he married? Married here. kids or anything? Is he? No grandkids? No, I wish. No grandbabies yet? So one day. <laughs> 
Uh, did you? Yeah. Here's a, here's a question for you. I want to come back to. By the way, did you let Mike buy into the business? Did he invest, or he has no piece? You're, you're like, no, no, no. This is you're over here. <laughs> we we share some. I invested in his pasta business. Oh, okay. okay. When we when we joined the alliance for the hemp. I got you. So that's uh, that's, that's our cool. little love child right there is the hemp pasta and the yeah. gnocchi. P no idea. I've never even eaten gnocchi. No. My whole life, I'm like, I'm eating a dough ball. <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like, I don't eat dumplings. I don't know. I've always been really into healthy stuff. I'd never even had it. There's a whole obsession in the world with people and gnocchi. I didn't even know that. No, I've never tried Me it. neither. Me neither, but I do now. I do now. <laughs> and because it's gluten-free, that is even, you know, really, and it has 25 grams of protein in a serving. Mm -hmm. That's why we have uh, slow, slow, uh, tried to explain. It was like growing too fast really is a detriment. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, know yeah. that a lot of times everybody's always saying like, why don't you do this, 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 this. And you're people like, y'all got a lot of ideas, <laughs> it's unsolicited advice. <laughs> you know, because that's not oh, really how you build a brand. It uh, really isn't. I mean, no, slow you, and hey, steady you, wins the race. A, yeah, you've built a great brand. Uh, you, you, your brand is is great. Um, uh, I want to ask you uh, on this um, raising your own, raising it and 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 manu or raising your own beef or raising your own chickens and things. This is a big topic right now in Colorado. Colorado just passed a uh, law that um, eggs can't be sold in stores unless they're free range uh, chickens. Um, as soon as that passed uh, 18 eggs went to like $10. <laughs> I was in, I was in the store the other day yep. and I, I, with my wife and I'm looking at the eggs. I was like, does that say $10? <laughs> so what the hell? Like, uh, okay. I know the free range sounds good and everything. And I know that's everybody likes that, but I don't know. What about the pricing? What are your thoughts on that? I'm just curious. Um, smoke and mirrors. Mm. They didn't all of a sudden become free range overnight. Right. And there's a lot of the companies that rebranded their existing packages, cut some holes in the walls. Just because they say free range doesn't mean the chickens are up and moving. <laughs> so I love chickens. And I it is just, it's really, it's disappointing. It's the same thing that happens everywhere. It's really happened in cannabis a lot too. It's mm. just, I'm just always doing this in the meetings. Well, I'll look at my people and I'll be like, smoke and mirrors. And I'm like, it ain't true. It ain't true. <laughs> but it's not necessarily a lie either. So they get through the holes because we we process, we're animal welfare to prove, we're organic. I have a meat handler's license. We I process. See. I, see. I know all of this stuff. We have inspectors from North Carolina Department of Agriculture every quarter that come out and test our birds and I know. I know the activity of birds. I want you to know just because it says. So they had used to have natural, and that's why they came out with the new regulations in chickens, because uh, natural just means it is what it is. It, it's an egg. 
anything is natural. You could put natural on any packaging <laughs> as long as it is what it is. So it's natural eggs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does it? And so people started thinking and they charged more for it because they put the word natural on it. Same thing. They were bleaching them. 10 years ago, nobody would eat a brown egg. I now nobody wants white eggs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we think we're learning and we're doing better. And what's really disappointing sometimes is we think we're learning and we're doing better and we ask the right questions. And still we find out that there was misinformation about it. And this is so important in cannabis. It is not regulated. It is not regulated. This is why people shop with us because we do what we say. I'm one of the only people that has a face on their product and on their company that stands up. If you don't like it, come see me. Real person. Isn't, isn't that interesting? I'm a real we person. And there's not unregulated market they're putting anything they want on there they put natural gummies i said let's do a gummy challenge and see how many people out there two things they shouldn't have artificial food coloring red number 40 known carcinogen outlawed in 240 countries is in over 70 percent of the gummies out there i didn't know artificial that. color and on ours, because it's unregulated in cannabis, you could put flavors in the ingredients. Go tell me what flavors means. What? <laughs> it's just, I mean, you look at it, you're like, this is absurd. Mm. And that's in like all of these, all everywhere. When mm. people, that's what people mm. are buying. No wonder it's cheap. No wonder it's cheap. And that's where I look. I'm like, don't try to sell health and wellness if you're putting red dye 40 in any of it. Mm, boy, and mm, there mm. is a lot of misinformation there. That's what happened with the eggs. I'm a, I'm a super geek. So don't ask me too many science questions. I will go down <laughs> a rabbit hole. Super nerd. I love the research, but I love the people and the practical use. And this is why the only reason I'm still in business it's because people trust me to do the right thing. Yeah, I was going to mention, you know, as a, you know, our day job at RiderFlex, we're a recruiting and staffing firm, right? So companies hire us all the time to help them find talent. Several, several times over the last few years, we've done searches for cannabis companies and the owners are in hiding almost like they don't want their name mentioned. You can't even. You, it's very difficult to find out who they are. You, they're not on LinkedIn. They're nowhere, right? They're just like, but yeah, you're the total opposite. You're like, hey, here I am. I'm Franny Tacy. I stand behind my product. If you don't like it, come see me. I love that. I love that. I love yeah, that. or put me on a stage with three other attorneys and let me argue the point of the consumer <laughs> because they're going to argue the point that it doesn't need to be regulated. Mm. So that's mm. what they do. They're like, oh, we'll put her up there. I, like so I had to call a timeout. I was like, audience, anybody want them to be quiet for a minute? <laughs> I was like, anybody see this? And they're like, that's what Franny is. It's like, you know, hey, this it's bullshit. Some of it, you know, <laughs> let's. And that's great. It's gold. It makes my gardens grow great. But I sure <laughs> don't want to be being fed that. You know what? I'm wrapping this up because we're out of time. Yeah. If I if I had like a social dinner party and I could only invite like 20 people to be like super entertaining and 
be over at my house, like you would be on the list. Trust me. You would be on the list. Right, I'll bring the pasta. You and would I'm be gonna on the be list. in Colorado yeah. in March. I'm gonna be there. So uh to reach out to me. Let's let's connect. I would love it. Yeah, that would be great. Um Franny, congratulations on your continued success and continued growth in the company. Very impressive. Your branding, your marketing, the product, the franchising, all of it. Congrats, my friend. Really, really awesome job. Thank you.